Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode for a number of reasons. Number one, I get to talk to someone uh, who is a, a, a mentor and a coach to other business coaches, which uh, many of you that have uh, been listening to this podcast for you know well over four years now, you know the power and the importance of investing in oneself and coaching with other people. And number two, what I love about what this person does is she helps people, much like myself and Nancy, uh, help people take their expertise and their superpower and put it into book form. And uh, we're going to talk about all that and more in today's episode. Um, so Gail Seymour, welcome to today's episode. Thank you for having me, Scott. It's a great pleasure to be here. So... Before we dive into, you know, the coaching, the mentoring and, you know, the the help that you're giving people to write that first book, uh, let's let's go back before we go forward and, and share with the audience what in your mind, uh, what you feel was the catalytic moment for you that allowed you to go down this path that you're now currently on. Oh, so many, so many. I, I wouldn't say a single catalytic moment. Um, I would say more a series of events. Uh, fortunately, not a series of unfortunate events. Uh, serendipitous, more like. <laughs> so I, I told my sixth form teacher that writing was something I would do when I was a little bit older. It was something I would come back to when I felt I had more experience. And so I kind of then set about collecting that experience, having all, all but forgotten the actual conversation that, that mm-hmm. set this in, in motion. Um, so I, I was much like many, many entrepreneurs. I had lots and lots of different jobs that were in different industries, different areas, completely disconnected and kind of bounced from one place to another in my early 20s. I went from working in a higher centre to telesales to working as a prison librarian. And then at the age of 26, I was actually pensioned off. And so I had a brainstem disease. I I struggled to walk for a while, uh, had a lot of vertigo. And basically at, at the age of 26 going, oh, now what? I found myself retraining, learning HTML, and we're talking about pre-millennium, when you know we had to write the code ourselves. You know, <laughs> there were none of the none of the nice, lovely programs that build things for you now. And so I had to do all that sort of stuff, and I found myself. I actually won awards for website design. Now I can tell you now, my website design skills were minimal at best but what people were coming back to me for wasn't actually the design skills it was because they needed content and so they were getting the designs 
getting the websites and then constantly coming back and saying, oh, I need this, I need this, I need this. And so I cut my teeth at learning and to build an online career, if you like, back in 1998, writing descriptions for power tools and Christmas socks and, and this sort of stuff. And so from there, I went to writing articles on content mills and then the clients I was invited to the back end of those content mills to write clients for specific people one of those clients asked me to rewrite his book and it just kind of kept on going from there so I I just did what people wanted me to do and I, I, and in between I was writing my own novels and, and publishing and so I was learning the self-publishing side of things from writing my own books. I, I'm such a, a nerd, really, that I write for a living. And then when people say, oh, what do you do in your free time? Oh, I write. <laughs> so I just write something different. As so I may be a little bit obsessed with the written word, but, you know. And it's just kind of gone down that, that path of people who come to me and said, can you do this? Can you do this? And over the years, I developed the system that I now use and now teach other people to use. Because I wrote 20 books in, well, sorry, 19 books in 2019. And I very much exhausted myself and reached capacity. Uh, and then I realised that, you know, I can't help as many people as I like to just by doing the writing. And so now I help other people with with it as well. So that's where we're at. No, that, that's amazing. And I think, you know, um, creating systems and processes that are duplicatable, um, you know, like you, I, I mean, I've written, I've self-published five books myself. And as you go through the process yourself, it then gives you uh, the track to allow other people to go down that same path to duplicate the same thing. And, you know, having uh, a book alongside of everything that you're doing as, as a coach, as a mentor, as an entrepreneur, really does help you stand out in uh, a very crowded entrepreneurial game right now. So what would you say was the biggest lesson that you learned, you know, writing those 19 books for the clients that you worked with in 2019 and getting to that burnout um, stage to then say, you know what, I've created a system and how I'm doing this, I can teach other people how to do it. What was the biggest lesson that you learned being in the trenches, helping those 19 people yourself, writing the books that allowed you to kind of not step away, but step to the side and say, okay, I'm not going to write it for you, but I'm going to give you the framework of how you can do it yourself. I think possibly the biggest thing is knowing how to put all the pieces together. Because the first few books... I like you say, you've done five now, and you know the, how the system goes. And so you know that there's certain things you have to do in the right order. Uh, and the biggest thing is so many, so many people will sit down and write a book. And then having written the book, they, they then try to sell it. And then they try to find the audience for the book they've already written. And so the absolute biggest thing is to actually start and, as you say, step away. But you you actually need to step away from the writing of the book completely. And I, I teach what I call a power system, which is positioning, outline, work, 
elevate and, and reach. And so the the P, it, it took a long time to actually realise that this whole positioning is actually a separate step because as a publisher, and I actually learned this from publishing other people rather than myself because, you know, I was just as guilty as everybody else of writing what I wanted to write and then publishing it and then going, oh, why didn't it sell? And people would say to me, well, why is something selling, something's don't? And I'd kind of just say, oh, well, it's... The books just surprise you. Some books will just fly and others that you think are going to do really well won't. And then over time and with a little bit more thought process and, and figuring out the research side and, you know, because you, you can spend a lot of time researching and and have convinced yourself that this book is, is there's a massive demand for this book and it's going to do hundreds of thousands of copies. Um. But if you're doing the wrong research and you're looking in the wrong places at the wrong things, you're just literally convincing yourself. And so it's that whole positioning. It, I think the book is it made or falls on that first step of you know who you're writing for, what you're writing, what they want from you. And so I have the series of questions that if you ask any of my clients, they ask me a question and they know what the first question I'm going to ask them back is. Uh, and very often they say it before I do. So it's the, the everything comes back to what are you trying to achieve? You know, my big belief is that every single human being has a book inside of them. And it just takes someone like you, someone like me to bring that book out, put pen to paper and share their gift with the world. What do you feel is the biggest hurdle that entrepreneurs and coaches need to overcome in order to really sit down and with the help of someone like you or or like me or like other people out there to take those ideas, take those thoughts, take that zone of genius that they have and put it into a book. What do you think is, is holding people back the most? If I, if I have to narrow it down to one thing, then I would have to say self-belief. Because we get this, who am I to write a book? We get imposter syndrome. We all think, oh, books are, thing, are, are written by academics or you have to have a, a, a contract from a traditional publisher before to write a book. And it's that, that looking for permission. Whereas if you do your market research first, you you validate the idea before you write, you can get that permission for yourself, but you have to get over that whole, who am I to write the book? Um, fortunately, it's relatively easy to do. You know, it's the, the, there's a, a very simple series of questions that you can ask yourself that will help most people understand that, you know, that every bit is, is valid to write a book as anybody else. And so that's quite an easy one to get over. There are a couple of others that, although I would say they're not as big, they still trip people up. And that's the, uh, people will say, I don't have time. Well, everybody has time. Everybody has the same time. And so when, when you say, I don't have time for something, what you're really saying is it's not my priority right now. That, that's that's what it really means because if you say I don't have time, and you tell yourself I don't have time, that that it 
it takes your power away. It, it's disempowering. Whereas if you say, I'd love to, but it's not my biggest priority right now, at least you've been honest with yourself about the fact that there are other things that you would rather do. And that is actually empowering. And so it, it takes away the one of the big stumbling blocks as well and frees you up to make a different decision or to at least be honest about the decision you're making. Yeah, you're basically saying it's it's not of importance to me. And, you know, my wife and I actually just did a podcast episode about a month or so ago, almost a month and a half ago, about the one word that people need to stop using or be more aware, and that is the word busy, right? When When you say I'm busy, you're making an excuse for yourself. So, you know, people make it seem like, well, you know, my kids, my this, my that. Listen, there's, there are billions of people in this world that all have kids. And you know what? A lot of them are parents as well. They And they found time to write a book, me included. You know, I'm a father. I found time to write five books. And we prioritize and we make time for the things that are most important to us. So if it's important to the individual to write that book, if it's important for you to share your zone of genius with other people, then you'll absolutely make the time for it. Now, for the person that is that go-getter, they don't have excuses. They have reasons of why they want to do this. They make the time for it. What would you say is the biggest asset or positive of that coach or that consultant, that entrepreneur having a book right alongside of what they're doing as a professional? I think the, the biggest... It's the same answer as the biggest block because the biggest benefit of having the book really is the difference that it makes to your self-belief. And so it's it's the general answer is that it's going to give you credibility. And yes, it does. You know, being an author does give you credibility and there's nothing like being able to hand a book over or give you a link or, or anything like that to other people to say, you know, this is what the book's about. But the biggest difference really is in the self-belief that it gives you that you've finished this project for one thing. I mean, it's a massive undertaking. Unless you just throw an ebook together in a few days and call that your book, then most people, if you're writing an actual book and and you, you know, this is this is at least a three to six month project for most people. And having finished that gives you such a it's such a fantastic sense of pride and accomplishment um, that it does change who you are the same way as completing a degree changes who you are because you put that amount of effort into it and you've got something concrete at the end. And so it really is the biggest benefit is that it changes how you approach other people, which is why you get that credibility back. Now, as we wind down, if you were to put your thumb or any one of your fingers on the, I would say the the biggest or what you feel is easier than people actually realize about writing a book, what would you say in, in the entire uh, process of writing a book from coming up with a title to how long it's going to be to actually putting it out there. What would you say is the biggest misnomer of 
what actually ends up being easier than people actually thought before they got under the kimono of going in and writing that first book? I think the if you take this the structured approach to it, then the actual writing of the book is not only the easy part, it's the fun part. It's sandwiched by the positioning and the outlining and all, all that organisation beforehand, which a lot of people find frustrating or boring because they want to jump in to write. And then it's followed by editing and design and production. But the actual sitting down to write, if you have that structure and you allow yourself to to em, embed yourself in the writing is actually a very fun process because it's the it's the creative messy bit in the middle where you get the, the bit at the front where you're organizing what you're going to do is all about what other people want from you and it's all about what needs to go into it and there's so much structure involved that it's just oh when do i get to write and then afterwards, it's like, oh, but I don't want to change it. It's perfect as it is and, and all this sort of stuff. But the bit in the middle, if you do it that way, it really is all about you because you just get to splurge the words all over the page. And so it's it's the creative, messy bit that is really the fun part of writing the book. And if you give yourself those rails, it really is a lot less daunting than you think. I, I could not agree more. You know, the whether someone's starting a podcast or writing a book or creating a course or a program, you know, once you start building things out and you just take it one step at a time, you realize that it's much easier um, than it ended up. You know, we all create this story in our head of how difficult something is going to be. And anything is difficult when you just think about it compared to when you start doing it. And it always becomes easier the more that you do it and the more structured it is. So Gail, as we start to wind down, uh, before I get to my final question, if someone is interested in connecting with you, learning about your services, your programs, your courses, and, and how you help, um, whether it's mentoring entrepreneurs and coaches or helping someone write their book, what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you and, and how can they find you on social? They can find me at mentorscoaching.com if they're interested in the mentoring side, but on the book side, it's the powerauthorprogram.com is the actual website. Um, I'll give you my social media links that you can include in the show notes. It's probably going to be easier than rattling <laughs> rattling links off that, you know, you, was, that a, was that a dot? <laughs> so I, I will, I'll give you the social media links to include in the show notes. I think that's the easiest way. But if they if they want if they're unsure, then they can always just book a chat with me. Um, I give you my scheduling link as well, and tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what I can do. And if there's an overlap, we'll talk numbers. That's and if you think that these sale the these calls turns into a sales pitch, you've just heard my sales pitch. That's as salesy as it gets. You know, what do you want? This is what I can do. Is there an overlap? Talk numbers. That's it. Well, I love that. And uh, as Gail alluded, uh, all of the information that she shared or the ways to connect with her will be in the show notes. So you don't have to go too far, whether it's going to her website or booking a call or connecting with her on social media, all of that will be in the show notes and the email that goes out about this episode. So Gail, final question before we sign off, what does success truly mean to you? 
I wish I could just turn my laptop around and show you my the view outside my window right now. <laughs> That's every time I, I I sometimes wonder think, oh, what am I doing this for? Why why am I doing this? I just have to look outside the window because I have an apartment that's less than 100 metres away from the sea and the mountains. And so for me, it really is all just about being able to do what you want when you want. That's that's it. There's nothing else. I, I, I'm a firm believer that every single one of us was put on this earth, not for mediocrity, but to live the life that we want. And And again, entrepreneurship is not easy. You know, growing your own business is not easy, but that sweat equity that you put into it, as you said, when you look out that window, it makes it all worth the journey. So, Gail, I just wanted to thank you so much for popping on to today's episode and sharing all of that knowledge that you did today. And I'm excited for my audience not only to hear this, but to um, take advantage of the ways that you gave everyone to connect with you and just grateful for the conversation, grateful for your connection. And thank you again so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for Well, absolutely. And uh, again, if anybody is interested in taking this one step further and connecting with Gail offline, all the information will be in the show notes of this episode. So again, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Welcome to the Networking and Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week I am going to come to you with powerful, simple, and easy to put into action tips and tangible takeaways of how to grow your online business, your online brand, and your business bank account. I will also be coming to you with incredible guests where they are going to be sharing their story about their entrepreneurial journey, about what they need to do to get to where they are. And they're sharing those tips with you each and every week with me. And again, success is not simple, but it can be made simple with simple steps to create the success that we all truly deserve.